Refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. On The Juice, I really love to cover lots of different occupations and I confess myself the person that likes to find some interesting and probably slightly out of the norm occupations. And today, I am so excited to welcome Natalie Mead to The Juice. Natalie, first of all, welcome. But secondly, I can't wait to tell everybody what you do for a day gig. Do you want to enlighten us? Thank you, Louise. Oh, yes, I will share. (laughs) Uh, Yes, yes, yes. Women hire me to be like a hand servant to them while they're birthing their babies, and we call it a birth doula. A birth doula, right. Now, I have heard this term before, and in fact, um, it really piqued my interest. I had a, uh, a friend of mine who went that route, so she gave birth at home and she had a birth doula, and I have to say that... She documented it and uh, with photos and it actually took my breath away, the beauty of it. And it was some of the most beautiful photos that I have ever seen of this girl and I have known her since she was 12 years old and she was just radiant. So what I'd like to get into with you, first of all, is how did you uh, decide that this was something that you wanted to follow? I think it called me because I was actually a birth educator. So I was doing some things like hypnobirthing style or calm birthing style. And uh, part of that was because my first birth was full of terror, tension, pain, panic and agony. Uh And then over my many years growing into a wiser, wiser, more experienced woman, I discovered that birth can actually be quite ecstatic or passionate or beautiful like those photos you saw. Mm. And so what happened was as a birth educator, women were asking me, will you come to my birth? And I sort of slowly moved into saying yes. At first I was thinking, it's your journey, it's your special thing, I'll prepare you. But in the end, eventually over the years, I was realising that women, they didn't need me, but it was a more desirable, more beautiful, more loving thing. And so, yes, I could say yes. Yeah. Okay. I see that because I'm thinking back to my own birth experience and I was I was in my early 20s when I had my first daughter and it was all of those things. It was the fear of the unknown. It was a very clinical setting. It was, uh, you know, I didn't understand what was happening. Um, I, I guess that in some cases, because there was, I was laboring for a long time, there were shift changes. So I would form a bond with the midwife that was looking after me through the day. And then that changed and it it caused sort of a rupture in, um, you know, me being comfortable to speak to that person. Um, so what does a birth doula do? How does that, it's very different to a midwife, um, in, in that a midwife is a nurse who was trained in midwifery. A birth doula is, as you say, a real support person in that birth process. Yeah, great. Well, the beautiful thing about hiring a doula is that you will never be alone. Even if your partner goes to move the car in the car park, there'll be someone with you. Even if that beautiful midwife you connected with so well needs to end her shift you're going to keep having that constant support and that's why women do spend that little bit of extra money to just know they've got one-to-one female loving care 
where we just believe in you and we have faith in you and we're there to celebrate, you know, your special day. Yeah. Well, actually, birth, birth can go for three weeks to three days, so we can sometimes be celebrating <laughs> quite a nice long pre-labor with you as well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So, what is the setting like? Is it is it sometimes you're at home and then other times you're in a hospital setting? Does it vary from from um, person to person? Absolutely. So women will um, birth where they feel safest or um, feels like it's drawing to them for some reason. And that uh, that means you can hire your doula to be with you at the private obstetricians offices and hospitals and coming to your private ob appointments all the way through to hiring a doula um, while you have your own autonomous birth um, on your own um, or at home birth or in a standard hospital in fact, I think about, apparently there's about 13 different models of care for women. So your doula can be at any of those. 13? Yeah. Yeah. Lizzie Carroll, she's a birth expert in um, vaginal birth after cesarean, and she was writing an article and saying there's 13 different models of care. Wow. I don't know them all. I don't even know them all. <laughs> I've been a birth educator for 13 years. So, yes, who knows? But each little one, you know, it'll be like the birth center or the midwife group practice or shared care between this one and this one. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so I'm guessing that someone makes the decision uh, to hire a doula. Now, this isn't just you turn up at the birth and you hold their hand, is it? It's a whole process. Yeah, great. Yeah, absolutely. You're hiring your doula for prenatal visits, for deep emotional work, for processes, for education. So they're with you the whole way through. They get to know you and your partner as a team. They get to know what you both want. And then you call them in as well to be holding your hand for labour. Or maybe you don't want to have your hand held. (laughs) Maybe you just want some loving words. Or maybe you just want your doula to be very, very quiet and just have faith in you. So it's so much a journey of what the woman needs and desires and we don't actually ask women very often, what's your dream? What's your desire? What's your need? And some women are more um, quieter types and they might not be experienced at saying their needs. So a doula is also very important for assisting that process for a woman to find her voice Yeah, in the process. And then, of course, there's a bit of postpartum follow-up, of course. We were there to settle, settle, help her settle her in at the hospital, settle in at home, you know, establishing breastfeeding and and those lovely postpartum things. It sounds like a really beautiful journey. And because birth is, yeah, it's more than just those God willing three hours, but quite often 24 in my experience. Um, (laughs) It's more than just, just the actual birth, just leading up to that, knowing you've got that person. And I guess, for someone who perhaps is is doing this journey by themselves, uh, you know, to have that that support person is crucial to them. Um, and for people who you know don't want to be a number being churned through the um, the maternity ward and want that person who is very invested in their birthing process uh, is just a beautiful thing. And I guess, you know, part of your job would also be to draw their attention to, you know, that this is an absolutely beautiful natural process that happens that I guess within the, the medical system that can get a little bit lost. It's like, okay, we need your blood and we need, you know, is everything okay? And here's the machine that goes beep and, you know, all of those things that sort of takes it away from this is a miracle happening. 
Absolutely. And we'd, we'd, ideally, the partner would be filling that really loving, reassuring and celebratory role. But unfortunately, the partner is often the one feeling the most out of depth. Um, they're the one the most anxious um, and because they feel like it's all on their shoulders. They might be the protector or the care provider or the reassurer or the supporter, and yet they haven't um, been at a birth before in their whole life. Yeah. Well, so- I will tell you this story from personal experience. Uh, I had had two children and my best friend uh, wanted me to be her birth partner. So it was her mother and myself. And um, my my friend is beautiful. She's very softly spoken and she's, um, she's the, the kindest person uh, that you would ever meet in your life. And I got in there and she was in the throes of labour and I didn't really recognise how she was, you know, she was vocalising and and all of that sort of thing. Um, But I was, and I had been through it myself twice. I had been on that bed twice. But I got out of that birth and I rang my brother who who has four children and I said, how did you do that? That was the most nerve-wracking experience. I felt so out of my depth. I felt so helpless. I, you know, there was a person that I that I loved that was in pain. I didn't know what to do. And yeah, I think, absolutely. yeah, I think that we underestimate, um, you know, our, the partner's role or the birth partner's role in this whole mm-hmm. thing is that, you know, we're not psychiatrists or psychologists. We, you know, we don't see this every day. We are out of our depth. Um, our natural instinct when someone is hurting is to help them uh, and make that pain stop. But that's not the goal here. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's really common for anyone who's close to the birthing mother, like a mother-in-law, a mother, a partner or a best friend or sister, to be so emotionally caught up in wanting to help her from her pain and, and you know, assist her that they feel anxiety in the room. Mm. That is so common. And the good thing about a doula is they're just that little step of separation. It's their profession. And they have faith in the woman but without the sort of deep emotional connection where they're anxious. So the doula is great. They're just sitting in the room nodding and smiling and, you know, the partner's like looking at the doula, looking like very worried and the, and the doula's like saying, it's going well, it's all normal. It's actually kind of almost a comedy. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and, but, um, yeah, and I can completely <laughs> see like how um, your role in, in that is so crucial. It's, you know, um, because, yeah, the the emotional support that you need to get through that is, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of going, oh, can, can I rewind? Can I get one? Um. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. I speak to about 100 women a week who say we wish you'd known about this. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm so glad you're doing this type of show for women can can open those conversations and hear about new things. And congratulations so much on the show you do do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I mean, look, we we really do love making a difference and bringing new uh, concepts to the table, and particularly uh, around you know nourishing women and and giving them choice and uh, celebrating them, which is exactly what you do every day. Now, getting to that. I want to get into what a day in the life of Natalie Mead looks like. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love that because while you were chatting about that, I was having this funny memory. I went to a birth quite recently and um, the start of my day was midnight 
let's do a 24-hour. Midnight to 2 a.m., I did the normal woman thing when I don't get enough time to myself and I watched Netflix and ate chocolate and potato chips. Excellent choice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because that's, you know, me trying to have me time and being really unhealthy. Went to sleep for two hours, went to a birth at 4 a.m. And the memory I was just having was this amazing image of going to this woman's house. She wanted to birth at John Hunter Hospital, but she was in labour at home. I've arrived at the house. The man's doing the normal anxious worries. I go into the shower. She's slumped on the shower floor and she's looking like miserable, like you know, labour is all too much. And she's got this cute little beautiful, pitiful look on her face, which I love because it shows she's in transition. So yes. when Dula sees the pitiful, I give up, I'm too tired, I, it's all too much face as a happy thing. And I said to her after a couple of contractions, I think you're in transition. And she's asking me, how do you know? And I'm saying, because you look like it's all too much. So it's just so cute and beautiful. We got her off the shower floor. She ran to the toilet, she ran to her bed, she ran to the toilet, she ran to her bed. The partner and I were sort of trying to get her to the car. It was just so much fun and so beautiful. She was a little bit nervous about going to the hospital because her last birth experience had felt a bit upsetting. Yeah. And in the end, I said to her, we could go to the hospital and have a beautiful time. And she looked up at me from the bed and she said, can we? And it was just these memories are so adorable of a woman in labour birthing her baby and just wanting to know she can be treated well and she can have beauty and it can be joyful. Yeah. And so she got all this hope inside of her and she came up the bed and down the hallway into the car and we drove to the John Hunter Hospital. And on the way there I said to her, now when we get there it'll help if you tell the midwives what you want. And she's saying, yes, I want to birth my baby naturally. And I said to her, it'll help if you say physiological birth because then you won't need any interventions. And she goes, yes, I want to have a natural physiological birth. <laughs> and, and it was just amazing. So we arrived at the hospital. We let the midwives know what she wanted. And within 40 minutes, she birthed her baby on her knees, hands and knees up on the bed. Wow. Yeah, it was, I mean, that's the sort of joy that I can have. And that was after her first birth was an emergency caesarean. So yeah. it was a really big deal for her. Uh, and then we had a little bit of time at the hospital, checking she was settled in and happy and well. And I headed home, looked after some children, took them to school. What else did I do in that day? Oh, I run the Newcastle Birth Movement. So we opened up our community service at Hamilton. Yes. We sell yes. some pre-loved maternity clothes. I think I served a couple of pregnant women some off-shoppy clothes. So we're recycling for the environment. Did a little bit of a counselling talk to a big group of mums and bubs about emotional boundaries. Mm. Luckily, they forgave that I was exhausted because, I, of course, I explained to them <laughs> <laughs> my strange day. And then I headed home looked after my children and um, fed everyone dinner. And then the funniest thing about this strange day was at the end of that day I was booked in for something. Of course I was pretty tired. I would have liked to skip it. But there's this thing called a Maze Newcastle where they hand away $1,000 to groups that want to appeal for money. Yeah. So I I headed off to this strange event where you, you pitch against other people feeling this 
weird feeling like I was, I know it's a strange word, but like I was trying to sell myself or prostitute my my soul. (laughs) Yes. Got down there, got down there, you know, begging for this $1,000, so embarrassed and so shameful, um, and then found all these beautiful people. Yes. And this wonderful atmosphere. Explained the Newcastle birth movement and was handed $1,000 cash by these beautiful people and headed home. And that was my strange day. Wow. <laughs> wow. And that was um, though that $1,000 will actually run 10 meetings for pregnant women in the area on different topics yeah. down at the Newcastle yeah. Birth Movement. So, oh, but it was a funny, funny day. It was such a day of celebration. And that's the kind of thing that keeps me going. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I get that. Just remembering it, I feel buzzed with energy just remembering that day. And, you know, every day is pretty similar. You know, just the highlights of working with women, the highlights of working with women discovering their power. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get that. What a what a privilege to be able to yeah. witness that on a daily basis. Now, I have a a, a couple of logistic questions for you because I'm I'm a planner. Um, so, what I want to know is how many women? Uh, obviously, it is gaining popularity um, in terms of in terms of having a birth doula. So, uh, and there's. Not not many in Newcastle, so I'm assuming that you you would get a lot of calls and uh, you know. But how do you actually uh, work out who you're going to take on, and then um, do you have to space it out in terms of where they're due in case you get two that go into labour at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes, yes. Uh... Interestingly, there's not a huge flood of women because not enough women, a lot of women will inquire, but not enough women are realising to spend that bit of money on themselves to gift themselves a life-changing experience. Yes. So we've still got a large quota of women that assume that the one-to-one midwife or the OB are going to help them have this extra care. There's just a little bit of a misunderstanding there about the clinical and procedural and paperwork side of birth and the real connecting deeper work. Like, you know, you'll be constantly on the phone, on the text with that woman during early labour, whereas the hospital might just give you a short appointment. So I think there's still a bit of a disconnect with women really, really realising. But when it comes to taking women on, really, uh, I will never take more than two women a month. Right. And so you don't doula to make a large income. Let's just be clear about yeah. that. And I yeah. say that because I've been around a long time, a lot of new doulas talk to me and they chat to me. And it's sad, but the first thing I have to say to all new trainee doulas is you've got to be in this for passion, not profit. Because even if you take on two women every month, give yourself a bit of a holiday break, your, your income from doulaing might be only somewhere like 10,000 a year, maybe up to 40,000 max. Mm. So this is not, and then, but it is full-time work. Um, So that's sort of, yeah, but um, I hope that sort of answers your question, your logistics. Yeah, look, yeah, it really does. It's, um, I get what you're saying there that, yeah, it's, it's certainly something that, that does come from the heart. And I, and I do get what you're saying about um, the, the misunderstanding with, with the uh, procedural side of birth. And, you know, we know through 
the stories that we've heard over the past uh, 12 months in particular, that the health system itself is stretched to the limit. The ratios are not there. And so, you know, it you you have can have the most caring midwife in the world, but if they have six women labouring at the same time on their shift, they can't sit with you one-on-one. It just can't happen. It's so sad because midwife means to be beside women and midwives are hurting. Midwives are in emotional pain because they're they're so passionate and they love those women so much. And absolutely, they they their their restrictions are failing their role that yeah. they are beside mm-hmm. women. Um, it's very sad. I assumed when I first birthed my first baby that the midwife would help me breathe, help me relax and help me enjoy birth. But the other thing to know about a midwife is when she sees you in labour, if you're already in a panic flight or fight state, there's really no magic that one woman can do. The, the rapport's not there, the relationship's not there, she doesn't know your deeper fears. So midwives' roles are extremely challenging and difficult. I, I, I chose not to be a midwife over the years. Many, many times I've thought of it. Mm. But the shift mm-hmm. work and the tough work and the paperwork, um, yes, I make a very small income, but um, my life is easier, more fun, more joyful. I, I, I definitely chose the uh, happier uh, path of a doula. Oh, I love it. <laughs> That's beautiful. Now, if people wanted to get in touch with you, if they were in a position and listened to this and thought, hmm, this is something that I would I would like to investigate for my birth journey, what is the best way to get in touch with you? Yes, because I do know all the local doulas because I run the Newcastle Birth Movement and a lot of the doulas are volunteers with us. So please get in touch because not if I'm not suitable to you, I can certainly give you a list of choices. Probably just Google or Facebook or Instagram, the words Newcastle Birth Movement. Right. Because you'll find everything else we do as well, prenatal yoga, mums and bums, um, facilitated groups, blah, 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 heaps of great services. That's fantastic. Oh, look, Natalie, I've absolutely loved our chat today and it's just been so educational and I've sat here with a smile on my face just uh, watching you describe the amazing work that you do and I hope that we've demystified this for you if you're out there listening and wondering what a birth doula actually does. So if that's something that interests you, please reach out to Newcastle Birth Movement and Natalie and the team there can help you with having an absolutely magical birth experience. Natalie, thank you so much for joining us on The Juice. Thank you.